Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 97, Remember the Lines. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Trixie as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm holding up. Uh, made myself at home, literally, for 24 hours a day, and uh, now uh, <laughs> this is the part I'm looking forward to, the podcast. This is where I get to talk to other people. Not that I not enjoy the conversations with my wife, I do enjoy them, but this is my chance to talk to other people and see how they're doing, and we can share their happiness oh yes yes i totally understand i've been like live streaming like on the weekdays and it's like i actually have like a good number of people in my house but i'm like i also need outside <laughs> like i need to feel connected to the outside world too it almost feels like when the sun comes out like you see it in your house like okay i'm just gonna stand in the sun oh yes it feels good yeah <laughs> but today it's not about us enjoying the outdoors and as much as we miss it today it's all about your acting and how you enjoy acting but before we go into that do you have any social media links or websites or projects or anything at all that you would love to share with the world yeah i would love to so i have a youtube that's called the thoughtful beast i actually used to stream on twitch so i guess you could still see my stuff technically under <laughs> the thoughtful beast um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram under the same thing. And I have a Facebook page under the same thing. Again, the thoughtful beast where I've been streaming live on the weekdays. And secondly, and this is actually, I guess, a little more about what we're going to talk today. I am also part of a YouTube page called the Phil am film collective, where we make our own, we're doing scene recreations right now. We are actually working on our first scene one of us is writing our first scene but um because of the times we're in right now we're we're not going to be able to shoot it for a little bit but hey we're rehearsing together online that's cool like you're preparing so the day that you do get to meet you'll be set you're just like all right this is what we're doing we're done exactly exactly that's what we hope to do what's what i mean that's what we will do <laughs> <laughs> hope and will yes uh, but there's one thing i forgot to ask i switched the orders by accident before we go into the topic of the day who is trixie because we went straight to the social media links but i'm sure people would love to know who is this amazing enthusiastic person behind the mic uh who am i <laughs> <laughs> i so I am, I'm a dancer and choreographer in San Diego. I'm also an, um, a new filmmaker. My, act, my film, my actual student film, my first final for the first film class I took actually got into San Diego's Film Fest week. Whoa. But, you know, so it's going to be put off <laughs> for a while. But I mean, that's cool. So I'm a new filmmaker as well. I, my whole thing is about trying to combine um, dance, art, mental health, and film. And I, besides that, because I guess that's still a little more of my artistic statement. Besides that, I also like, I love TV. I love adventure time. I love drinking water. And when I don't have water next to me, I start to freak out. Like I have my pink water bottle next to me right now. And yeah, that's pretty much me. <laughs> that's an awesome description of who you are. And Man, like I, I found you through Twitch. That's the first time we had the interaction. And this is, oh God, many months ago. And then we talked on Skype, uh, helping each other out. And because you wanted to do a little project and I gave a little information. And then like you're. Oh, he gave, okay. <laughs> Alex is being like super nice. He gave me a lot of information because I, I am lost with technology and everything. And he was super helpful. He's very, very helpful. Well, that. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah, I'm just blushing a little bit now, just just a tad. <laughs> well, yeah, so now we have a connection and now we're friends, it's official, she can't take it back. But enough about me with my little blushy cheeks. Today it's about <laughs> you, Trixie, and so we're gonna just jump into the topic. So what actually got you introduced to acting? Um, actually, it, you know, besides that time in fifth grade when I was meant to say lines, <laughs> um, and this, there is this weird... It was not weird. I should not call it weird, but it was called Her Story. And it was a bunch of like women in history. But, you know, like we're all in elementary school. So we're learning these lines and things that it was really cool to learn about. But obviously, like me being young, I was just like, I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> OK, um, so after that, really what got me into acting was dance, because, you know, with with dance, there is some acting already. It's usually nonverbal. Sometimes in the kind of dance I do, which is dance theater, there is text, there's speaking. Um, but, you know, there definitely is a lot of acting, especially facial wise, like with mm -hmm. dance. So it was kind of like a natural, it was like a natural give and leeway to acting. And you have a very expressive face. So I want to say this in a compliment. This is a compliment, not like a, oh, you have a very, because <laughs> I have a very expressive face as well, because. I have no hair, so people just focus on my eyebrows. But nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only thing they can see. Like, oh, okay, that's his face. But yeah, no, you have a very like welcoming and like very enthusiastic face, which like just screams out personality, which is perfect. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> and so acting can touch so many different aspects. So what kind of acting do you prefer to do? Is it more like serious dramatic acting? Do you prefer comedy? Do you prefer, I don't know, like, there's so many different things. Oh, I love everything. Like, honestly, like, I love everything. I love, <laughs> like, I think I want to do more serious stuff. And I'm very much interested in serious things. But I also think it's just much easier to do, like, find yourself doing, like, little funny scenes. Like, those are just, like, they come by more often, I guess. And also, I'm, like, I am a serious person. But I'm also, obviously, very silly. So, I, my personal my personality actually leans a little more towards comedy anyways, I guess, you know, unless no one actually finds me funny, which is fine. I guess that's fine. I, lo I love your humor. <laughs> I really do enjoy your humor. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> when you laugh, it makes me laugh too. So I'm like, oh, it's very infectious. <laughs> and uh, so you said you're like more into comedy and is this something that you've always been into or like, uh, and also do you find it hard to transition from one to another, like right away? Um, no, for the first question, uh, when I was really young, I was really shy and stuff. And I did have like dreams of like, oh, I want to be a singer and that stuff. But I was also too shy to like really, you know, try to do anything that way. So mm -hmm. for me, acting would have been even worse because, you know, as a little kid, you don't think about like, obviously, if you're singing, you're going to be in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was really shy and I was not the best at speaking. I, I didn't speak a lot. So even though I, I did, I did take an acting class like in high school, but I was too afraid to actually try. Like, so like I did things like choir and stuff because it's like, oh, I'm using my voice, but like I'm in a group. Everyone's doing this all at once. So I think for me acting, even though maybe I've always been like somewhat interested in it. I always just kind of brushed it aside because I was too shy. And obviously like you got to say your lines by yourself. So 
Yeah. And I forgot your second question. <laughs> so did I. Uh, no, no. The, oh, yeah. I now I remember. The second question is, do you find it hard to transition from, like, let's say, comedy to, let's say, serious? Like you're because you, I would imagine it brings different like skills. I wouldn't say skills, but like uh, a technique that you gets your mindset into it. Do you find that challenging to switch from one to the other or do you bring the same mindset when you're doing both parts? So I'm like fairly new to acting like more more consistently, I guess. Uh, so, and I'm, I, okay, so I'm going to talk about the Philam Film Collective a little bit, just because like, it's going to make things make more sense. So basically, my friends and I started it, my friends, um, Adrian Pangalina and Marissa Rojas, and I started it because I was just like, hey, do you guys want to make things together? And it can be like <laughs> about Filipino representation, and we can like, practice our art and stuff. And they're like, yes. And I was like, Oh, thank God, because I was like, looking for a while for like, to have three, like I told like, Adrian, like a year, like earlier before, like, I, I, I just met Marissa, like six months ago. Oh, wow. So like, I knew Adrian for a while. And so I was just like, I know we need another person because it can't just be us two. Um, and then we found Marissa. He met Marissa. Then I met Marissa and we all clicked. And so um, they're very like diligent artists. So I asked them. And so part of the reason why we did it is because like we do want to practice our skills and we want to be able to basically give ourselves opportunities that other people won't give us, um, whether it's like unfair or not. But it's just like, you know, like with acting, like good casting is a thing, you know, and not everyone can play everything. And we're more like we're more like in that sense, like newbies, like Idris and I are dancers. We've been dancers. So we have like acting in that sense. And we've acted a little bit. Um, Marissa doesn't want to act. She just wants to direct. But um, <laughs> so like we have some acting experience, but we wanted to be like, okay, like how can we get ourselves into these roles? And it's like, okay, well, we're going to give ourselves opportunities. So it's really cool because now like we get to play everything we want because we choose the scenes we recreate. We're going to choose the things we want to write. And one of the things that I wanted to do specifically is do all types of genres. Even if like I started out bad at one, like I didn't really care. I just want to practice so that I get into it. And when it comes into like switching from one role to the other, I try not to, I try not to get into my head about much. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I try not to get too much into my head about it. And I just try to focus on like what's in front of me. So I kind of like leave out what was behind and then like move on. And I think part of that actually comes from my mental health stuff or just like stay in the present. It's like, this is what I'm doing right now. So this is what I'm going to focus on. And I try not to bring like the other things in. You're, you're living in the moment. I like that. Uh, yeah. So, so you mentioned uh, that you'd like to try different types of style acting, let's say comedic, dramatic, serious. Is there one that is like the top one, like the one that you want to achieve at the end? Like that one is so hard. Like, I don't know, opera singing, acting. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's like. Oh, <laughs> some more Italian arias then. Um, and become a soprano, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know if my voice does that anymore. We'll see. Um, I think for me, the thing that I really want to accomplish is dramatic acting. And I think that's more of like a personal thing where even though like I am very silly and I, I love that about myself and it's fun and it's great, but also like, I don't know how, to, how do I make this not sound so like, <laughs> I'm dark. Um, <laughs> well, like, you know, like, you know me a little better. So like I... I focus on mental health because like I have mental illnesses. And so I think the wanting to go after dramatic acting for me and really wanting to get to get into that is 
my wants to express all these emotions and things, unresolved things within me in a creative and functional, not harmful way, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know, that doesn't seem like a very sexy answer. But like, I really think that's what it is for me. It's just like, I have all these things inside. And I want to get them out and express them in a way that doesn't hurt anyone, including me. And so I feel like when I think about that, I think about like dramatic acting. And I would imagine when you said uh, like you wouldn't want to hurt yourself. So doing your own, own stunts, I'm guessing that's not on the list. Oh, dude, no, I'm going to do my own stunts. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, like as I because I'm a dancer, ah. like it's like, in me, like physical, like my physical acting. I don't. I think I sent you the link to my final, but then I had to take it down. So I don't know if you got to see it because it it got into the film festival. So I had to take it down. But like, there's like stunt acting in there, and it's rather ridiculous. Like I I trip and fall over this log, and like <laughs> I, I just hit the floor, and I definitely did that myself. And there was definitely a mat there, which of course when I did it I missed. Oh no! But like, it wasn't that bad. It's fine. I caught myself with my hands. It just looked really bad. <laughs> um, but like I'm I'm into that. Like I'm into like my own sounds and stuff. If I ever got into like super action, I'm like leaping from buildings. That's another story though. <laughs> like I'll pretend to slip and fall. I don't know if I'm gonna want to run. <laughs> building especially because i'm scared of heights so you know what i'll, I'll let my stun double do it as well I, um my feet are meant to like stay on the ground it's like well it can go up a little bit but you know 20 30 stories probably not yeah <laughs> now another cliche question it has to be because it's in the relevance of trying something new it's a cl very cliche question can you cry on command Ooh, so <laughs> i just say ooh because this next scene that we're doing <laughs> Um, that Marissa wrote, I have to cry. Well, I have to shed a tear. I don't know yet because I haven't tried. Like I know tech, there's a technique that is from Meisner. Okay. So I guess like I will preface this with saying like, I'm not about like method acting because I feel like that could be harmful mentally. So I definitely like don't want that. I don't want to <laughs> do that. Like I'm not about like, yeah, I'm just going to like, you know, I'm going to do some meth to see what it's like to mm -hmm. be a meth head. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do meth because that's highly addicting. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, so, like, I don't want to. Um, so there is this one technique where basically you're telling yourself to cry. And I haven't tried it out yet. But like you end up crying because in your head you're telling yourself not to cry. Because in real life, when you're going to cry, you always tell yourself not to cry and it never works. Right. So like that's one trick that I haven't used yet. I'm a pretty teary person. Like. Like I cry watching any TV shows or movies. Like my boyfriend always looks over because he knows like I'm probably crying <laughs> if it's like a sad scene. So I feel like it's in me. Like again, I haven't tested it yet. I feel like I can. Like I feel like I could make myself cry now. But no, no, like, no, no, no. Whether or not going to test that out. But I was like, huh. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll let you know. I guess I'll let you know soon because I'm gonna have to practice. I I can imagine for like half a second you with like an onion in your pocket. You just rub your fingers on your on the onion and then just touch your eyes. Like, oh no! Oh my god! I don't even think that would be like at that point. It wouldn't even be like a single tear. I, I think it would be me, <laughs> more of me blinking uncontrollably and just being like. It's burning. <laughs> like, this is a different kind of pain. It's painful. <laughs> oh, no. It's like your eyes bloodshot red. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just like, oh my God, it feels like me. Somebody help me wash it out. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sad about the scene anymore. I'm just, my eyes are burning. <laughs> yeah, someone help me. Someone help me. <laughs> and uh, so 
On another note, what would you say is the best part about acting for you on a personal and an emotional level? What do I like? There's lots of things that I like. Um, so again, like with dramatic acting and just, I guess like acting in general, I love being able to tap into, like, it's, it's really funny because I said I don't like method acting and stuff like that, but I, I, I don't want to like, so I don't like want to use like my memories or stuff to drudge up old things. Like that's like not what I want, but I mean, those emotions and stuff do exist within me. So I really like that and being able to get like those sides out of me, like the aspects that I have a harder time or I just don't get to show in my daily life because it's not coming up, especially with the dramatic things, right? Like, no, like someone is not trying, like this is from like the scene I just did. Like I do not live in a Tagalog soap opera and I am not this evil fashion person <laughs> trying to steal my stepmother's like company, like fashion company. Like that's not me, but it's fun to be like, you know, like it's always fun to play a villain. Like mm -hmm. it's fun to play those sides because it's just like, yeah, like I get to like have fun doing this and like being kind of crude and being kind of like threatening, but I'm not actually doing it myself because I would never do that myself and I would not ever want to feel that as me. But I think it's fun to be like, you know, like that is in humanity and get to play it out that way. Um, I also really like being able to like really connect with other people acting, you know, like getting caught up in a scene and like really feeling in the present because I really do like that. Like, cause I have anxiety and so I have a lot of ruminating thoughts and my brain like can go like a million miles a minute. So I really also like acting in itself and being with someone in that space, just being like, yeah, we are in the moment we are present. And then that like, it feels really cool. Like when you like are on the same page and like, you know, you're in the same, you're in the same fictional story <laughs> together at the same time, you know, like making these things happen. I, I think that's a really cool experience. Or for me, it's a really cool experience. I kind of get what you're saying. Like when I'm doing this podcast with the interviews, like my mind just focuses on the conversation with the guests and I kind of forget the whole world around me and like what, especially now what's going on, but this episode's coming out in a few months, but I'm saying like in this moment, it's just you and me having this conversation, which I, I love. Yeah. I guess it's a form of escapism, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like escapism. Yeah, let's see. Well, I'm trying to pick it's up a new soul. hobby. Just trying, you know, escape from all the world with everybody's conversation at 97 episodes. You know, I, I like to escape a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. It's like creating your own little world too. It's just like really nice. And again, like the being so present within it, like is really nice too. Like, it's a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. I am creating my own little world and every guest is a new citizen of that world. <laughs> yes. I live in time for your hobby yes, now. <laughs> you're trapped in this bubble of doom. Well, it's not doom. Yes. I mean, like, bubble, bubble of hobbies. <laughs> really like bubbles. Like, that's your logo. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Actually, a random question that popped up in my head is, do you take inspiration or not even take inspiration, but do you find yourself copying personalities of people in your everyday life into your acting? Let's say your mom's like personality, like, oh, she has this little trait I added in. Probably more subconsciously than I think. Like, I don't like when I tried to think of it, I don't think I directly do that. But like, I feel like subconsciously, like I have to do that. <laughs> like, 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 for example, like in the last scene I did when again, it was like a Tagalog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> soap opera and i picked my one of my acting choices was to pick lint which obviously wasn't there like off of like my the person in the scene with me because you know she's my evil stepmother and i'm trying to intimidate her and stuff and i decided to like pick lint off her like vest or something and it's just like 
that was really cool, but I'm pretty sure I got that from somewhere or at least like the, you know, like maybe from a, another movie, like physical intimidation and stuff like that and getting into other people's space. Like I know I've seen it before. I have no idea where. So I think more subconsciously. It's just like you're you're like subconsciously doing it, but at the same time, you're making your own, which I would imagine because I feel like you're pretty good at making things your own, your own acting style. You don't copy word for word what other actors do. There are things, yeah, I definitely try to go off of like ideas versus like very specific things. And it's like, and I am the actor because my friend who was an actor way before me, Arthur, he, um, he like, he did acting like as a minor when, where we went to college and he was just like, you know, you just like try things until someone tells you to stop. And I was like, <laughs> oh, really? Which is so weird. Cause you know, as a dancer, it's just like, do what I say, like now, like how come you didn't do it? Like I just said, like now. And so I thought that was super fun. Like the idea that it's just like, oh, you get to like, you get to change this. <laughs> um, and so like, so therefore, like I go like with ideas, like I'm going to go like, like, yeah, with this idea. And if I find something I really like, I'm going to stick with it. And again, until someone tells me no. <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, do you improvise a lot? Let's say when you forget a line, do you try to improvise stuff? And then later on, you're like, you know what? That works great. And it will just replace the line we wrote with this new improvised line. <laughs> no, no, because. I mean, I, okay, so, uh, sorry, I'm just, like, thinking about when we did this other scene, we did a, we recreated a scene from The Good Place, have you watched The Good Place? Yes, yes, all caught up. <laughs> okay, so I actually haven't watched it, but it's the scene where, um, Jian Yu comes out to Eleanor. I saw that video, I, yeah, I saw the video you made, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 so, like, that, there's that one freaking line where it's just, like, my, my head is so thick, my brain is filled with rocks or something, like, I messed up that line <laughs> so many times and i kept trying to make it work but like the thing that was hard about the line it was like it's you know like gian is kind of dumb so like the sentence itself was not like grammatically the best and so trying to memorize that was like weird and so i kept trying to say it and make it make some sort of sense but not sense and then it just turned into me like cursing a lot and we would have to restart because I just feel like my head is rocks are full. Fuck! <laughs> like I can't do it. Um, I definitely try to, you know, because like you're just going to keep going until someone says cut. So like I, I try my best to keep doing that so that I don't halt everything. You know, like when I make a mistake, I try to like you know, keep going so I don't mess everyone else up. But I definitely, I don't think I've, I, I've yet to improvise something <laughs> better <laughs> than what was written. <laughs> so you got to tell me you have a blooper reel set up for the future of all those times you guys messed up, right? Oh yeah, someone has it. Most of mine will just be a lot of cursing. Like, <laughs> there's be a lot of cursing on my end. So yeah. And uh, so speaking about like trying to remember your lines, do you have a special technique that helps you do that. Yes. Um, so this is actually from one of my dance professors. He worked a lot with like text. So there is this one, there's this one show we did and his piece in it had us memorizing this huge freaking, well, it wasn't a monologue, but it basically turned into a monologue because it was this whole poem. But I guess it wasn't really a monologue because we were all saying it. There's this whole po big poem that we had to memorize. And he told us, memorize it from the bottom. Because that way, like, if you memorize from the bottom, then the farther you go, it's you're going to be more, more confident. 
instead of less because it's this thing that you know that you practice the most. So if you start from the bottom and then like, you know, a line or two or just like say a line and then you memorize that line, you go to the second one and then you finish strong so that when you keep going, you just keep finishing strong, strong, strong and stronger. Because usually, right, like you get messed up, like in the beginnings of things. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember like the first couple lines and then it turns into nothing. (laughs) So the premise is like, you know, you start from the bottom because then you'll always remember the end and to where you're going to. And then it gives you a little more context of like where you are headed to hopefully help you remember what's happening. That's how I do this podcast. That's how we organize it. We actually record it from the bottom. We're starting from the last question and then we work our way to the top. It makes the conversation hey. awkward, but <laughs> could you imagine? Why did you do it like that then? <laughs> and just imagine I start, oh, well, thank you, Trixie, for coming on the show. And then at the last question, like, so who is Trixie? <laughs> I don't think it works for me, but I do get it from the acting perspective because I don't necessarily have to remember lines for podcasting because... I stumble and mumble a lot, as a lot of people have heard. That's like my, my thing. And my guests are always <laughs> perfect. So uh, yeah, but that's that's a really cool technique. I've never thought of that. And it's it would be, it could, it could apply for a lot of things. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Public speaking, yo. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm the worst. Well, I'm, like I say the worst, like when it comes to public speaking, like I'm, I'm pumped, I'm ready. And then once I go on, my mind goes blank and my mouth and like goes on autopilot and it seems like it goes good, but I don't know what I'm saying. But people seem like they're interested. I remember like there was this class project where this professor in my university would keep on smacking the desk. Like when he talks, he walks around the like the giant, it's a wooden giant table and he just smacks the desk. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then out of nowhere, during the presentation, I'm walking the, around the class, smacking the desk. And then I start using the chalkboard, drawing circles like a crazy conspiracy. Like there's a circle here. And I ta- started talking about cats and like people and houses, which was not relevant to the topic I was talking about. But I somehow made it work. And at the end, people are like, that was a good presentation. And I'm like, what did I say? What, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that fun purpose. Yep. Dude, I'm glad that works out for you because otherwise it'd be like this would be another sort of discussion that might be happening in your mind. <laughs> My mind goes on autopilot all the time. <laughs> That's cool, though. And uh, so back to you, because, you know, nobody wants to hear about my my autopilot mind i think i do but okay <laughs> we'll talk afterwards uh so yes how is the acting community around you i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so um like i haven't gotten into acting like around like this the city yet because well one it really can't happen for a while because we're on quarantine um but like most of the stuff I do is with the people like I know right now because it's just easier that way because I do dance on the side and I teach dance and stuff. Right now, my schedule goes more towards like, you know, like side projects. So it's easier to work with like the people I know. If it comes, I haven't like auditioned for anything. And honestly, I don't know if I'm going to, though I would like, though San Diego is like really great with musical theater like I don't I don't know it's like it's another life and if I do that then my schedule is going to have to turn into something else that is also seasonal so I don't actually know um I've met some actors um they all seem really nice but right now I'm kind of like acting like with the same people which is fine for me because I mean I think for me actually that's a little better because like I I am not a high confident like I'm not a highly confident person. So I think building up my skills a little bit before I guess I become more quote unquote public will be good for me. Or at least I, I, I hope 
that it's going to work that way. But I, again, I also just don't know if I'm going to want to do that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I have to say from our first interaction and, and our interaction right now, you are pretty confident. This is from my perspective. And, uh, um, but once again, I don't know your full story as no one knows anybody. So I don't even know my own full story. I'm still learning on the way, so, <laughs> <laughs> but you seem confident to my eyes and I really enjoy your personality. Another question I had, well, I have a lot of questions, but do you have an inspiration? Let's say like an actor you look up to, like, I really love their acting style. I want to mimic that, not mimic that, but I want to figure out how they do it. And I want to pull inspiration from them. I don't know if I actually have like a favorite actor or actress right now. I do think like I have more of like, I do love actors who like are able to be super versatile. Like, have you watched, um, oh crap, what is it? Orphan Black? No, never heard of it. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, in, I'm out of the loop. Film no, 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 me, catch no, no, no. me up, I, catch I, me up. I, I said, I only said, oh my gosh, because I was like, what is the actress's name? I'm going to say it really wrong, but her name is Tatiana Maslani. And so I'm going to, sorry, spoilers, but it's okay. Cause that's the premise of the show and you'll find out <laughs> within the first episode. But so Orphan Black is basically about clones and Tatiana Maslani, she plays all her clones and she does an amazing job playing all these different personalities. And so I have like, I love actors who do that. Like the, do you know the United States of Tara? That one's a little more, I mean, I guess Orphan Black is obscure. But. <laughs> Let's pretend I don't. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know I know all the shows. <laughs> but uh, I, let's, let's pretend I, I don't. <laughs> so it stars uh, Tony Collette. Do you know who Tony Collette is? Let's pretend I don't for that let's one pretend, as well. Okay, <laughs> let's pretend so I know Tony nothing. Collette is an actress. If you've seen Hereditary... It's the mom in Hereditary. That's a scary movie, but it's fine. We're moving on. So the United States of Terra, like um, Tony Collette also plays a bunch of different personalities because the United States of Terra is like a show about a woman with multiple personality disorder or ooh, what is the medical one for it? Dissociative. Oh no. Dissociative identity disorder, DID. So like she gets to play a bunch of different characters. And I think... Actors who can be super versatile, like they're my favorite. And I, I mean, like I want to do that myself. Like I do want to be versatile. Like it would be cool. Like being any sort of actor is cool. Like that's awesome. Like, you know, like some people are hired, like, because like it's the casting is close to their personality and it works and that's great, obviously. And that's an important thing to note, but also like, I do want to be someone who is super versatile. That's that's my goal. And uh, um, and my goals also for acting kind of go along the lines of representation. Like I'm big into Asian American, specifically Filipino representation in the media. So that's also just kind of like my inspiration is more like that. It's just like I want more people who are like brown like me or who look like me, like who just like look different. And I want that like for everyone, really, you know, because looking different can be like, I'm not the skinniest person in the world. Like I'm a more muscular girl or like I'm a more rotund man and I'm not in like a comedic like spot. Like I'm in a serious spot. Like I, I just feel like there can be a lot of diversity in acting. And so I'm like into that as well and trying to represent that. And we live in like, I, would, I guess I'd call it a golden age for anybody to do acting because youtube there's 
uh, a bunch of social media stuff where people can just post their stuff and share it. Because let's say maybe, what, 30 years ago, it was like just a very small community of people who could showcase their acting skills because there was no internet. But now, well, there's probably internet, but not as developed as it is now. But like now you have YouTube, Vimo, v- Vivo, like, just a lot of a lot of places where people can post. And it just, I love the aspect. And so, people are so creative. Like you guys put so much passion in your videos. And, and I just think it's a perfect time for people to just show their acting skills. I do too. Like, especially because, you know, like streaming services like Netflix and stuff, because you know, obviously they're going more modern. Like I feel like when they came out with Orange is the New Black, like even though like the right the writers' room might not look that diverse. Like I mean, it's a step though. Like their actors are obviously like diverse, and mm-hmm. that's great to have that. Um, and you know, there's a lot of series now, like because. And I don't know how much of it is also because like, you know, Netflix just wants all the content, all the streaming services, like they want, they just want content, but that also makes it available. But I just remember like Netflix getting big and being like, oh my God, not everyone's like Barbie anymore. Like people can just look like people and they're on Netflix now. And I felt like for me that like, oh my God, maybe then I can do it then, you know, and I want to be part of providing that for like people who come after us or people who are even older than me and just thought like, maybe I can't do it. I'm like, nah, dude, have you seen Netflix? You can do it. (laughs) Like, you know, like there's not like a bar for how people look like, and I don't mean that to be a negative thing, but it's just like a realistic thing. It's like, oh, we all don't have to look a certain way anymore. Like, so let's go. (laughs) Let's go. And this applies for dancers, musicians, anybody who is creative. You have a platform now and you can share it with the world. And a lot of people love that. Like you were saying, that connection of like, oh, there's someone who looks like me, who acts like me, who's from the same area as me, who's putting themselves out there. That's cool. Maybe I can do it as well. And that's the inspiration I love to share. Yes. Yes. And you do share that. <laughs> well, technically, you're sharing that on here. Ooh, plot twist. <laughs> we're sharing that. <laughs> ah, yes. You're the you're the actor. I'm the, like the supporting actor. I'm more like the the mic, the the boomstick. I'm the one capturing the noise. That's what I my role. It's still very important, but that's my role oh, here. Yeah. Boom operators are super important cuz boom is hard. All you're doing is basically like like a shoulder press and you're staying. Man, I, I don't even know if I have the capacity to do that. I'll have like <laughs> I'll figure out a way. I don't think I can do that for podcasting. That'd be kind of like difficult for me for a good solid uh, hour straight. But you know what? That's just me. Maybe some other people can do it. Uh, But yes, today is not about the boomstick challenge, if that's a thing. Uh, Today is all about you. And speaking about challenges, what was your biggest challenge when you first started acting? Just like getting over myself. (laughs) Like, Like, that's really it. Like, it's really hard. Like I said, like, I know. I mean, I obviously have some confidence it's obviously there there are some and I say in this way because I like for me like it's not something I feel but it's something it's like obviously some of it has to be there and I know I have more confidence like over things like like when I teach like when I taught dance classes and stuff like that like I know what I'm talking about so I can be confident because I am competent in this And so I think that's how like my confidence works, where it's just like, if I'm competent in something or if, and, and, or around people who like, I know won't judge me, like who are like really nice and stuff like that, like I can relax more, but I like, I am definitely that person like who's super in their head, like always 
feels judged, whether or not I'm being judged and has definitely like put themselves in a corner in a quiet corner during like a party. Like that is me. So a lot of it was just, I mean, yeah, like getting over myself and just being like, well, I should just try. Like if I want to do something, I should at least try, Um, you know, and it's something it's like a skill that I can work on. It's not just like, I mean, singing is also a skill you can work on, but like it is more like, ooh, girl, like if you ain't starting, like at least at a neutral, like it's going to be real hard. <laughs> but like it's possible, like, do you, okay, you know, um, oh no, what's her name? Idina Menzel, right? Yes, yes, I do. That so, one I do like, know. <laughs> yes. So when she first did Rent, which is a musical, like, I think her first big musical, I could be wrong, but basically, if you listen to the original original recording of Rent, she sounds awful. Like, girl, sounds awful. And look at her now; she's like freaking Frozen too, <laughs> like singing all the big songs. She sounds fantastic now, but she wasn't always that way. So I think in my head, I was just like, okay, well, if I want to do this, like, I can at least try, and I can do my best. And just I kind of like kept it there. And would you say your challenge has changed a little bit today, or is it still a little bit that? So I'm I'm a little bit of a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater because <laughs> you know, like I said, like or the people I'm acting around and stuff, like it's the film film collective. Like I'm in a very supportive position. Like I'm very supported with my art, like my fellow artists, like with me. Like we're very supportive of each other. Um. So I. So for now, no. I, I mean, I don't necessarily think I'll fall apart. Like if I went to like an actual like film set, like I don't think that would be it, but they would definitely feel different. But the whole point of me and my friends doing what we're doing is basically so that we get ready for those moments. Because again, for me, like my confidence comes with the competence. And you know, the more it's, I would say acting is kind of like a muscle. The more you use it, the better it's going to get. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Because they're definitely like, you know, you have to think a certain way, you have to literally move a certain way. Like, and it's awkward. Like when, when you film things, like you're way closer <laughs> than what you, but you know, you're just real close. And you're just like, well, it doesn't look that close from the camera. I'm like, no, it doesn't. But I also feel this person breathing on me. <laughs> so, you know, like the, getting used to that and like being comfortable with that is definitely like a skill as well. Except for fighting scenes where it's the opposite, where it looks close on camera, but in reality, you're not actually punching the person. <laughs> oh my gosh. So for my for my film class last quarter, um, so for our final, oh, some no. of the people did fight scenes and like, Did they punch each other? They never Yes. My my, <laughs> my professor was like, please tell me you weren't actually hitting each oh, other. No. And the guy was just like, It's fine, I'm tough. <laughs> <laughs> He like shook his head. Like my professor shook his head. Oh, no. He's just like, um, because like, for, yeah, you're not supposed to, but like, you know, they were going for like fight scene, fight scene. So, you know, with that, like usually like they're trained professionals doing that, not just like college students and their friends. <laughs> That's no. definitely what was happening. <laughs> and I, under, I definitely understand like wanting to do that. But yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Sorry. Side story. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was a perfect side story. And that's a perfect answer. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, if I ever do acting, I'm not gonna, 
actually punch my friend and then it will just turn into a fight and then <laughs> we forget about acting. But yeah. uh, a random question that came up in my head, and this is a question I've had for a while. So I'm French and it's a weird segue I'm doing this, but uh, so I'm French and in the French language, everything has a sex. So male and female, but in the English language, everything it doesn't necessarily have a sex, but there's the word actor and actress. Mm -hmm. It's always like, I always found that interesting how in a language where it's only, there's no sex in the words, but that word or that, those two words do have a sex. Do you, so in that, on that point, do you prefer to call yourself an actor or an actress? I mean, I would want to call myself an actress, but only I think because like people use actor interchangeably and I'm just like, well, I'm a girl. <laughs> like, not like in a, like, it, it's important for me to be a girl, but in like, I think for me, it feels more like a representation thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I can act and I'm a woman. Wow. Like, I'm an actress. Yeah. It, it's for me, it's like that. Like, I, 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 I guess I don't necessarily care which, but I, I would prefer actress only because I'm just like, yeah. Girls rule, I guess. Boys drool, <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, oh. I, no, I want to take that back because I don't like that either. Like, yay women or like, because I don't like, you know, girls rule, boys drool. I don't like that. Everyone can rule. Everyone can rule. What was that saying as kids? Like, girls are from, no, girls are from Mars because they're smart and boys are from Jupiter because they're stupider or something like that. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, I, <laughs> I never heard. It was something along those lines. I remember that when I was a kid. I never said it, but I'm like, oh, that's one of those weird sayings. I'm like, wait, where are we from? different planets now are we not from earth okay, okay. <laughs> like oh cool but yeah i was always curious about that now i'm probably going to look up the history of why they decided to create that for like actors and actresses. like i wouldn't necessarily say a doctor and a doctress i mean it's probably just like um i don't know i want to say like it's probably some sort of marketing thing right like it's an actress like when you think of actress and like acting from a long time ago it like it's very, it's, it's very different, you know, like how they play to them and how like women have to look and all that stuff. And, you know, it was probably like very different in that way where it's just like, where they made it like hyper, not hypersexualized, well, somewhat hypersexualized, but like hyper, like different in the presentation of the genders. And you know what? You're probably right because I would, I think uh, back in the days, when I say back in the days, I mean, way back in the days, Shakespearean or before that men like very um, men would use to play the roles of women. Mm -hmm. So maybe when actual women came into play, they were like, come see this show. There's actual women playing. I could be wrong, but uh, they're oh, actresses. I, I don't know. This is a stupid theory I'm creating in my head. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on right now to create my conspiracy theory. That <laughs> makes sense. If that was the answer, I'd be like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, Alex, Alex knows stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, reasonable. Deep voice? Yeah, confidence. <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of like a segue to the following question. Do you, uh, what are some misconceptions about people who are acting? That it's easy and that improv is easy. Holy crap. Improv so hard. I mean, like, like, like I said, like I'm newer and stuff, but I think like the things that I'd probably get right away is that like everyone thinks like it's easy. Right. And I say that because like people like to criticize a lot. Um, so I think like one big thing is like, oh, that it's easy. And then like another thing too, and this might go into writing and stuff like that, but like, you know, you might think someone's a bad actor, but also sometimes people are, are given bad scripts, you know, like Natalie Portman and star Wars episode one and two, like those things sucked, but like Natalie Portman is Natalie Portman and she's done great things. Um, so, you know, like 
sometimes it's not the actor as well. Sometimes it is, but also sometimes it's like the writing or the direction. Like there's a lot that goes into like a TV show or a film that you don't know about. Like, I guess like, yeah, there's, I guess I was going to say, I'm going to say that like, there's a lot more going on with the acting than just like the actor themselves. Cause it's like, they don't write that line. Like if you're like, Oh, well, I would never talk that way. It's like, well, that's not the, that's not the actor. They didn't write that line. Like that's not, <laughs> but you know what? Speaking about Natalie Portman, uh, you, you, have you seen that uh, rap video she did with uh, Lonely Island? No, I have not. Oh, she goes hard. She goes ham. She <laughs> it's like the complete opposite of Natalie Portman in Star Wars. I'll send it to you after this. But if you're watching it, she's just like she rips one like against people. It's kind of cool. And it shows that dynamic of what actors can do. They can like just take up another role. And I think I'm going a little rants right now, but I think it's really important for people to understand that just because somebody's picking up a role doesn't mean that's their point of view. They're acting. That's totally, yeah, that's like a big thing too, right? Because like, you know, everyone hates the actor who plays Joffrey from Game of Thrones. They're like, you know, like that little piss. And it's just like, that's an actor. Like, he's obviously not Joffrey. <laughs> and the, um, do you know the show? Yes. Riverdale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I answered before. I'm like, yes, this one. I, like, I got to say yes. <laughs> I've been saying no to all the other shows you said. <laughs> I, Wait, but do you actually know Riverdale? <laughs> I do. It is on Netflix. See, that's proof I knew where I can find it. Yes, I know Riverdale. I haven't watched it, but I know it. So like, there's a redhead named Cheryl. And what is her actual name? Cheryl's <laughs> person is, I'm totally like on my computer looking for stuff. <laughs> right? Just so you know. That's what I'm doing right now. Why can't I find the name Cheryl? Maybe I'm spelling it wrong. Well, I can't find it. But basically, <laughs> that actress is Cheryl because she's like, she you know, she's kind of like the villain. She's kind of like, oh, there you go. Cheryl Blossom, like the actress, Madel Madeline Pesh. Um, she actually has like a YouTube series and stuff so that people don't think she's an awful person like her character Aww. is <laughs> like that's what she did and honestly like it's smart because you know like she wants a viable career she also doesn't want to be a hated person and so like yeah she be she was like oh, i'm gonna be a person like uh, also a youtube personality so people just don't think i'm a jerk because then people do get into that they're just like that person must be awful it's just like that's a freaking character yo <laughs> like it reminds me of rose from star wars how like people gotta chill it's she was acting she was just reading the line she was, and she got bullied out of it and it's, it was really unfortunate oh that's sad yeah she got bullied online on twitter and stuff like that and she like she got she deleted her social media and stuff like that and it was unfortunate and some people are just I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of Rotten Tomato. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, oh, well, if you think it's a bad movie, I'll, well, I don't care. I'm going to watch it. I liked it kind of thing. People just need to like what they like. And that needs to be okay with everyone else. <laughs> just like, it's not one shoe fits all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. And uh, now to flip to another part of this interview. Has acting ever stressed you out? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Again, going back to um, the Tagalog um, soap opera we had to do, my friend was actually going to have us speak in Tagalog. And like, so Tagalog is like the national Filipino language and stuff. I did not grow up speaking Tagalog because one, both of my parents don't speak Tagalog. Like my mom does because she went to um, college in like 
the capital, but there are over a hundred different dialects in the Philippines, and a lot of them are basically different languages. So my parents actually speak Konkanae and Ilocano, and that is nothing like Tagalog. And so, like, they didn't teach me that. And so here I am with these Tagalog lines, and I'm just like, oh dear. Oh, dear. Um, And I was super stressed because also, like, we got the script. Like, you know, we were still adjusting to our schedule. So we got the script right before we filmed, like the day before we filmed. And I was just freaking out because I was like, oh, uh, I'm going to do my best, you know, because like I I want (laughs) to do my best. Like, I don't want to complain and like be like, no, we can't do this. And so, like, I was trying my best. I was watching. There was a scene of it, like, on YouTube that my friend sent us. And so I was watching that. And then I even tried to, like, wrap it. So I can get some sort of like pattern down, but it like hella didn't work because like <laughs> I have no idea what these things mean. Like it was like Tagalog, like with English, but I'm like, I'm pretty like the keywords. I have no one. I have no idea like oh, no. how this is supposed to sound, let alone like what this means. So I'm also having a harder time because it basically felt like I was memorizing sounds, not lines. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. so I was super stressed out. And when it came down to it, he heard us speak Tagalog when we were about to film. He was like, you know what? I'm going to change it to English. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I've been like, that. that is the first thing that comes to mind with stress. Also just like, you know, like memorizing lines and stuff, like it can be stressful. Like a lot of the time, you know, like I don't get the script can change too. Like you, your script can change before like you go on and like you're, you're, you need to get it. You know what I mean? Like you're not really supposed to change the lines unless like that's how it is. And that's cool with all the writers and stuff, but, and you're improving, but you know, you're supposed to get the lines that they wrote you. So like, I, like there is that stress, which like isn't the worst, but it, there is stress there because it's like, yeah, you want to get it right for them because this is it just your art. And following that same train of thought, do others peop- other people's opinions play a big role or an impact on your acting? Or do you just brush it off? Oh, well, I haven't gotten that many reviews no. yet. <laughs> you got two so thumbs up for me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I mean, I haven't gotten any, re- like, many reviews yet. And the ones that I have gotten, like, again, it's like within like my circle of friends, you know, or like my friend's friends. So everyone's been really kind. And like the things that I've done before this, like they were like really small, minor, like just really funny, silly speaking roles. And I did fine there too. Like they're all like on stage and like more musical theatery. So I did well for those. Like I got a well response from that. But um, yeah, I don't have them trolls yet. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm looking forward to that, but like... I'll let you know. <laughs> well, if you do get those trolls, send them my way. I'll just bring in the voice of God. Just bring down the <laughs> wrath on them. Just scare them away. Get away, trolls. Oh. <laughs> I will. I'll do just that. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, you're a troll? I'll direct you to uh, Alex here. He'll handle all the complaints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, on a more positive note, what has acting taught you in life? So acting and also like this is actually partially why I like watching TV too. like acting and watching acting has kind of taught me to be more sympathetic and empathetic and try to understand a point of view. It's like, well, if this is going to be a person's choice, like what? Why? Right. Like and that's something that I give myself during acting, you know, like if it's not given or explicitly stated otherwise, it's just like. Well, there are reasons why I'm saying this and I have to find them to why like 
I would ever do this, especially if like, you know, this character is nothing like me, which is fine because it's like the character. So it's just like, how do I make this make sense in my head so I can actually execute it at the time? So in that way, like it teaches me to be more empathetic and sympathetic and not just put up a block when it's just like, well, why would they do that? Like people are dumb. And just be like, okay, well, like, let's, you know, let's, let's look a little deeper <laughs> to be like, oh, okay, are, are they acting like that because they're scared? Are they acting like that because they're uneducated about the topic or something, which, again, le- leads itself to being scared? You know, I want to understand why people are the way they are um, and not just judge them. So I think that oh, acting has given me, like, a lot of that, like, the ability to, like, see see other people's sides and like the ability to at least like try to understand it. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a feeling like when you watch a movie, you try to look after for like the deleted scenes and the bloopers to see how the actors get into their role or where they mess up just to understand how they do their thing. Am I right or am I wrong? (laughs) Uh, You're half right. (laughs) I love bloopers. (laughs) I love watching bloopers. I actually don't like looking at deleted scenes and stuff or like um, the commentary and stuff, like the behind the scenes, because I don't, I don't want to spoil it for me, like myself. I'm like, oh yeah, like I was wholeheartedly invested in this. And so I want to keep the magic there. (laughs) It's kind of like, it's like, oh wait, Jack didn't drown in the Titanic. He came back up. What? Yeah. Oh, and here here he is, bobbing up and down in the water. And there's a giant green screen. It's daylight, everybody. Yeah, basically, like I like to keep the magic. And, you know, if I didn't like the movie, then I don't care at all to see like the behind the scenes. So but yeah, like I actually for myself as a viewer, like I don't really look at behind the scenes stuff unless it's like something old like Firefly, where it's just like, oh, I just miss it. And I want more like Firefly content. Well, that's good. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I would agree. I, I do enjoy the bloopers as well. Like some of the bloopers I keep watching over and over again is The Office because that's one of my favorite shows. So, you know, shout out to The Office. But uh, anyways, back to you. Do you have any word of advice for anybody who, anyone who might be interested in this hobby? This is like the annoying thing that everyone says. It's just like, just start. But it's true. Like, just start. And just start doesn't mean like, go to Hollywood, like, you know, especially now, (laughs) you know, it's not like you have to make these big moves, but that like the art of acting is a thing that you can practice in your home, you know, like, and you, there's like lots of places you can like, you can go, like you can find like scripts online or you can write your own script or you can just like practice little acting things like working on accents and stuff. Like I'm working on accents for fun because also it's fun and there's a lot of time right now. <laughs> exactly. But you know, like when there is time, like it is a great time, you know, like, like now is a great time to like pick up on, even if there's going to be your hobbies and you want to try it, like, why not? Like you have nothing to lose. It's, it's fun. It can be like a really fun thing. Again, it's like a way of expressing yourself and yeah, just, just start with little things. Even if it's like also just like, you know, you like, you watch your favorite show, like you watch the office And then you like, you know, Michael says a line and then you copy that line, even if it's in the way he's saying it. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of different ways you can approach trying to act. So there's a million ways to try. You don't even have to do it like in front of other people yet, because I think for like that kind of stops some people. But you could be like me, you know, like build some like skill, build some of the skill up 
so that you feel like more competent about it. And then like when you're ready and if you want to, then you can show other people. You have more to gain than to lose. <laughs> yes, for sure. You definitely do. Now we talked about this at the beginning of the episode. I'll ask it again here. Do you have any social media links or websites or projects about absolutely anything at all? It doesn't necessarily need to be related to acting. Anything you want to share with the listeners? Um, so again, um, I am the thoughtful beast. I am on YouTube. I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram. I have a Twitter, but we don't need to go to that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to that. <laughs> um, I technically have a Twitch. Yeah, my Twitter's thoughtful tricks because the person who has the thoughtful beast won't give it up, even though Dang. like they haven't used it in years. It makes me really annoyed. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I again, like I do a lot of mental health and mental illness awareness. Like that's my thing. Like I love it. If anyone wants to like talk to me about that i'm here like come find me <laughs> and again i have the film film collective so you can also find us on youtube and yes that's i think that's it for now that's all i can think of that's right now. more than enough that's perfect i'll put that all in the link or in the description below so people can go find it come show you some love so show some support and just you know see your journey now for the last question is a question i ask in every episode do you have any questions for me about acting have you ever acted? Uh, in a way, yes. I have been in a short film for a friend. And also I've done a little bit of acting for this podcast on Instagram where I do this twin thing where I make a clone of myself. And uh, <laughs> it was challenging. But the trick is you have to have your phone or something to record your voice. So when you do the first part and then when you record the second part, you just answer. Mm. So it flows better. But I look like an idiot. And it's uh yeah it's quite entertaining but that's like that's my extent of acting if i want any more experience i'll come to you because you have more experience than me wait that's wait <laughs> don't don't look it up now wait. no you don't need to i look am it. looking it up now it's that's been a I while do. it's been a while it's like it's called uh well it's not called but it's on instagram and it's me and then the other clone it's called the better alex but he's really not that much better he's like worse Wait, but th wait, this is on your like, uh, this is on my time, uh, time, time for your hobby. So basically I had this plan where I would just do this better Alex trying to pick up everybody's hobbies and pretend he's better than everybody. And the actual uh, Alex me would like, no, you're not like I did yo-yo. I did photography. Uh, I did in two other episodes, but uh, it's a lot. Of, it's time consuming you know, coming in with all this editing of podcasting. I might get back into it. I have a lot more time now, but uh, it's pretty fun to do. And it, it expresses my stupid creative side, I guess. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you after this so you can uh, giggle at me. You know, I could take it. Yes, please, because <laughs> I'm looking for it, but I can't find it right now. But So, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Trixie, for just coming on and just, oh, having so many good laughs with me. It was awesome. And time really just flew by. Yeah, this is super fun. I know it did. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys want to learn more about Trixie, you can go check her out in the description below. She has a lot of websites, a lot of links. So there's a lot of things to support and show love. And if you'd like to be on my podcast or have any questions at all, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. And of course, if you like the episode or like the podcast itself, you know, you can leave a review, good or bad. I accept anything. I, I got tough skin. Well, my head's kind of shiny, not that tough, but the rest of my body's tough. And uh, yeah, I'm also selling merch. Uh, if you want to become a patron, there's that as well. There's a bunch of things. All those links will be down below. And uh, yeah, that's enough about me. So I just have to say thank you once again, Trixie. Thanks. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>